Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is Hondo Carpenter from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast. We're going to be talking today about what I'm looking for in joint practices. Now, if you're looking for some thoughts on the game that's come up against the Rams, I'm not really going to get into that today. I may touch a couple of superficial things, but I'm not going to be getting into that today at all. And I'm not going to be getting back into... um, San Francisco at all, although I'm sure there could be some reflective um, superficial thoughts, but that's not the purpose of this. Today, I'm going to just literally be discussing with you what it is I'm looking for in joint practices. Now, I told you after the game on Sunday night that the Raiders traveled and uh, went to LA on Sunday night, and you can't travel on an off day, so they wanted to get there on a Sunday because it was already a working day and the Raiders got a day off, and, and et cetera. So what am I looking for? And I want to just very quickly say to you, thank you to all of you. Um, our 
work is exploding and we're very grateful. Uh, we don't take it for granted. We certainly don't have any kind of an ego and think we're the only ones that cover the Raiders or a lot of people that do a really good job. Some of them, my friends even. Um, and so that's not any type of a insinuation that there aren't others that do a good job. I just want you to know, I appreciate you all. You guys are subscribing. You're going to the um, website and, and getting the free newsletter that sends you the articles so you never miss anything anymore. And you guys have just been a real blessing. So I just wanted to thank you for all of that and the growth and for telling people. And thank you for subscribing and being a part of this. So I have two long form articles that are coming and if you've, I, I really enjoy writing the long form articles. It takes a lot of time um, because there's so many interviews and, and background and getting information. You may remember if you're looking for one example, when I wrote the story about the divorce between the Raiders and Derek Carr. So I have two long form articles coming after the, the end of the preseason and before the beginning of the regular season. One of them is going to be uh, telling you about Josh McDaniels' secret weapon. And uh, I think you're going to love that article. And then another one that's, you know, a lot of insider information, a ton of insider information in this one, is understanding the process. It started last year of how Dave Ziegler got the Raiders to where they are now. Now, as the general manager, it's his job to fill the roster with talent. And then Josh McDaniels and his staff's job to take him to, to cook the dinner. He just goes and buys the groceries to quote Bill Parcells. Well, it's not a direct quote, but certainly same thought process. And so um, we really dig into that. We look at it and give a lot of analysis and thoughts. And um, I believe that we're going to go back to the Patriots and some things that shaped him. And then we're going to go into some real inside baseball, some conversations that have never been made public. Um, just a lot of really deep information on, on Dave Ziegler and how he got the team to where it is. So, but one of the things that we have to see is after last year, the Raiders knew what they wanted in free agency. They knew what they wanted um, in the draft. They knew what they wanted from the team. In that article, the deep dive article with Ziegler, I'm going to um, discuss the Tom Brady and, and all that, you know, why it didn't go down, all that kind of stuff. Going to give, I'm not going to give all the information, but I'm going to give you a lot. You're going to have a really good frame of it. And I believe it'll be uh, um, very fascinating to you. But they knew what they wanted. And one thing that, and again, I know this makes people angry, but the Raiders are not Patriots West. I hate that when people use the term. They're themselves. And in that long form article about Ziegler, you're going to understand what I mean when I say they're not Raiders West. A lot of differences. I'm going to, I'm going to show you a lot of those. But one of the things that they did learn in New England, which I think you want to learn from New England, is that if they had a bad game, or a good game, they would instantly train their players, their staff, their team. It's the next day. And there's a saying in football that says, you know, you, you've got to have a short memory. And no, football players are not stupid or coaches or managers. That's not what it means. 
But it means if I have a good play or a bad play, I got to immediately forget it because in 45 seconds, I've got another play coming. It's consistency. And uh, I've shared this story with you before, but when you walk out of the Patriots building, there's a big sign that says, ignore the noise. And that's easier said than done. And But it's the reality. You ignore the noise. Now, with that being said, there's a very vital thing here that you want to grasp and get and, and you want to you want to you want to get a hold of. I want to see the Raiders remain consistent. So let me explain what that means. So free agency comes, they got the exact free agents that they wanted. They really wanted a Jacoby Myers. They desperately wanted a Marcus Epps and a Robert Spillane. Those were very important guys. Of all the free agents they signed, those were the three biggest. Now, they signed others who are certainly good contributors. I mean, Marcus Peters came late, and they certainly were very glad to get him. But those, you know, there, there was a specific thing they needed, and they got it. And again, that long-form article is going to explain it. And then the drafting, the, the scouting process, and, the, and then the drafting process. And then they came in, and they had all the momentum of a very consistent and very successful offseason. And then they get into the training camp. I mean, the OT, mini camps were first. There were two mini camps in OTA, then a third mini camp. And they go into the mini camps. And there's no pads, but they started to see quickly, okay, the momentum is carrying. Our, our new guys, but older guys, and our older guys that are here and aren't new, they've got it. They understand it. And, and the team just really took off. They looked really good in mini camp. OTAs looked really good. And the last minute can't. Now, that doesn't mean anything. Lots of teams win the preseason. I mean, how many preseason Heismans has Michigan won? That's a joke when you're a Spartan, but come on. Um, what's true? Anyways, and so coming into training camp, they carried that momentum. And then it was, okay, we look really, really good. Let's see how we look in pads. Then the pads came on and, Wow. Josh McDaniels, first day, sets the tone. Now, it stunned me. It stunned almost everybody in the organization, not named Dave Ziegler and not named Patrick Graham and not named Mick Lombardi. The coordinators knew, and I think we all knew Josh was going to ramp up the level of toughness. I don't think anybody expected him to do what he did, and he rolled the dice. But it was early in camp, and I quite frankly thought it was a no-brainer roll of the dice, using a Vegas analogy. In the first day, man, pads come on, popping, hitting, intensity just goes through the roof on both sides of the football. Then you're like, okay, but we're going to see what happens in a, in a situation with joint practices. Now, Josh would never admit this publicly, but I 100% believe it to be a hundred percent accurate um in college you'll see a coach they usually have three preseason games three non-conference games and a team you know you're going to obliterate that's when you see an alabama play like a south alabama and then a team that yeah we're going to probably beat them pretty you know it's going to be a, a fight but we'll, we'll probably beat them they're going to test us 
And then that may mean where a Florida schedules, I mean, uh, Alabama schedules a Florida state or whatever. And then, you know, still a good program, but Alabama should beat them. And then the third one is, okay, we're going to have to play super, super good to beat this game, beat this team. They could beat us. Now, again, Josh will never admit this publicly, but I 100% believe it is true. They were excited because here comes San Francisco, a team that was a quarterback away from making it to a Super Bowl. And I understand a lot of people are critical of me saying that, but this is one of the problems with football, and I'm going to get into this in a lot more detail in a minute, is if you looked at how they were playing prior to Purdy's injury, they had a good shot of winning that football game. Okay, so this is a very talented team with a great defense. I think the Raiders were stunned. I want, I want to word this correctly. Uh, I, I know that there were some stunned Raiders. How's that? At how poorly San Francisco looked. Now, the first day the Raiders came out, started a little bit slow, but won the day. It wasn't a dominant performance, but they won it clearly. In fact, I use the analogy. It'd be like a 17-14 win. And your last drive for the field goal, I mean, for the touchdown was a nice, long, sustained drive. It was very clear at the end of the game, you were the best team. Then they go into the second day, and they dominated they just smacked San Francisco in the face, and San Francisco had no answer. I mean, the first day they got punched in the face, and they came out that second day. They were more physical. They looked like a, like a championship team, but the Raiders just took it to another notch. It wasn't that the, 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 the Niners didn't lift it. The Raiders just took it to another notch, and they they and then you know they punched him in the face the first day. They smacked him in the face the second day. Then they go into the game and just utterly dominated them. <clears throat> so the pattern of consistency the whole offseason has been there. All the way through training camp, pads, joint practices, games. So now we head to La La Land. And to take on a Rams team that clearly is not as good as um, – San Francisco on paper. Now, if we're being honest, I don't think any of us expected um, San Francisco to look as bad because every team is trying to improve. So let's give the benefit of a doubt and expect that they're going to um, be better. They're NFL teams. They work this offseason to give us. So let's assume they're going to be better. But at the end of the day, the Raiders have to go down there and win two of these three days. They have to just continue to show a pattern. You're not going to win every game. And the other team has guys on contract too. So if the Raiders go down there and win three, that's going to be super impressive. But they got to win two of the three. Maybe it's one of the joint practices in the game or or two of the joint practices. And, and, and in a minute – Today has nothing to do with the game. Make sure you tune in Friday for the podcast. I'm going to explain what I'm looking for in the game because you can win a game, win a preseason game, but lose the scoreboard. I'm so I'm, I'm not talking about that. But what I'm discussing is, is understanding that the name of the game now is consistency. The Raiders must be consistent. Now, I still think if Jimmy stays healthy for all 17 games, that this Raiders team will win nine. 
Um, those of you who followed my coverage all offseason, I am not surprised by what we have seen so far, other than Josh going very physical the first day. Not one thing has surprised me. Um, it's everything that I have said I, I was expecting from them. So I all of a sudden now I'm seeing people write Super Bowl, we're taking the West, AFC West. I, I just don't see that. But I do think the Raiders are clearly laying a very solid foundation for a championship. I do believe this franchise is 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 ex, uh, uh, much better. And I do believe that part of laying that foundation is consistency, whether it's in life or whether it's in football, the most successful people are the most consistent people. My wife and I were literally just having a conversation about this before I taped this, this podcast about staying on, on track and consistency. And it's just the way life is. And so good football teams can have a bad day and they rebound. I mean, other than the, one Miami Dolphin team, you don't see people go undefeated. And there's going to be times in this year where they're going to lose games and they have to put it behind them. And there's going to be times they're going to win games and have to put it behind them. How many, I've only been covering the Raiders four years, but how many times have you seen the Raiders play down to the level of competition or play up? Okay. On paper, the Rams are nowhere near as good as San Francisco. Clearly that, you know, every team strives to get better in the off season, but this is, this is about consistency. These practices with the Rams have nothing to do with the Rams. It has to do with the Raiders. That is one reason I loved like the last game people were talking about, Oh, evidently there were some people in the, in the San Francisco 49er, um, contingent that we're talking about you know the Raiders game plan for the game no they didn't go back and watch the video after the game I, I brought it up to Josh they didn't this is about the Raiders they've got to go down and work on themselves you can't every week change how you play because of the level of the opponent this is why good teams dominate bad teams and they just go out and do it. Nick Saban talks about the process. Bill Belichick talks about do your job. It's just making sure you do things the right way. I want to see consistency in Los Angeles. You know, I'll give you an example. McDonald's. If you go to Moscow, Idaho, say you go out there to go deer hunting or fishing, and you walk into the McDonald's in Moscow, Idaho, and you get a Big Mac, it's going to taste like a Big Mac. But if you go to Moscow, Russia, and gawk into their McDonald's and get a Big Mac, it's going to taste the same. Why? Because McDonald's, whether you like the food or not, whether you think it's healthy or not, we're getting not getting into any of that. It's consistency. Good football teams understand I don't play to a standard of my opponent. I play to the standard inside of me. Be the best that you can be. Be your best. This is what makes a Max Crosby great is he practices the exact same way he plays. I try to put this up every practice. I put video of the Raiders warming up, and I always want to show you Max winning sprints. I, I, I know it shocked Devontae when he got here, just the effort of Max in a good way, even though Derek had told him about how great Max was. It's the consistency. It's learning to be consistent. 
my grandmother, and this is funny because it's two uh, podcasts in a row I've mentioned her, but my grandmother didn't cook with recipes. My wife is a great cook, as you can tell. I didn't get this figure eating broccoli. And my wife doesn't really use recipes. She she was trained by her mother and grandmother, which you just throw this in, throw that in. How much does that look in your hand? Throw it in. And my wife's, you know, greatness is for a million things. But her cooking is is just, she's consistent. Same way. If you're a painter, you want to be, it doesn't matter if you're painting the White House or an outhouse. You want to paint with the same consistency. That is the principle of which the Raiders have got to get to. That They're never going to be a championship team if they can't find consistency. What Rich Bisaccia did with this team when he took them to the playoffs was phenomenal. And he deserves all the credit in the world, and so did the players. But even if you go back and look at that team, they weren't consistent. Yeah, they they limped into the playoffs, but there wasn't a foundation for a long-term playoff team. Now, Rich very well could have built it. So it's not a slam on Rich. I mean, he took over in the middle of the year. Um, and you all know the affinity that I have for him. But it's saying there wasn't a foundation of consistency. Even when they were winning, it you were holding your breath because mm, don't know about this or that. That's what makes Daniel Carlson so good, consistency. Now, so that's what I'm looking for when we head to Los Angeles and the Rams. It isn't about the Rams. It's about the Raiders. They've got to maintain consistency. Now, I will be looking for certain things. Remember a minute ago, I mentioned the Eagles in the championship game. And I said they were a quarterback away. A lot of people, well, they lost, 49ers lost to the Eagles. But you've got to go back and know in context. So let me give you an example. And I'm not talking about the game. I'm talking about joint practices. Uh, you know, Devontae will be out, maybe one other guy. Well, they may hold some other guys out on one day and play them another. But most people are going to play at least one of the joint days. And so let's say you've got a couple of young offensive linemen, McClendon Curtis, Dalton Wagner. Okay. And they're going against the twos and the threes of the Rams. I expect them to do well. I'm going to watch that. But if they're going against Aaron Donald, I don't have that expectation. So let's say they lose a rep. I'm not going to say the Raiders lost the practice when you got threes going against ones. So it's important to know the context. You know, if you notice last week, if you go back and watch some of my reporting on the joint practice, I'd say, hey, they did this against the ones. Okay, I heard a lot of people being very critical of the Raiders. Well, they weren't even playing the, the starters. Well, I don't know what game you were watching. Certainly not all of the Niners starters started, but neither did the Raiders. And there was a lot of starters and really good second teamers out there. And to have one of the best defenses in the NFL or offenses, you just can't be good with your first 11. You have to have depth. So I throw that argument away because the Raiders didn't have Devontae, the best receiver in the game. They didn't have Josh Jacobs, you know, the best receiver statistical I'm mean, the best running back statistically last year and one of the top two running backs in all the league so they didn't have Colton Miller one of the best left tackles so again I'm going to dismiss that I'm going to throw that away so consistency and then who's it against who's it against 
And if it's ones on ones, I expect the Raiders to win it. Twos on twos, I expect the Raiders to win it. If it's threes, Raider threes on one on the Rams ones, I don't expect them to win all those. And so when you say consistency, please hear me. It's not just because it's joint practices. It's just not who won a rep. Now, I think McClendon Curtis it gonna be a, is going to be a really good offensive lineman in the National Football League. I think he's going to be really good. Really good. Okay? But how many really good guys look great against Aaron Donald? Now, let's go back last week. I told you I would only be mentioning it superficially. One-on-ones with Max Crosby and Trent Williams were so much fun to watch. Two of the best in the game. And it was about 50-50. And, uh, but in the game, which is where it's really played, the, the game of football is not really played one-on-one. It, and it is in some senses, but not, you know, there's a line there. You're not going to see a Max Crosby in the game. But when you saw him in the scrimmages and the joint practices, nobody stopped Max. It was evident, even with Devontae Adams on the field. The best player in the joint practices was Max Crosby. So I expect Max Crosby to win everything. When Trent Williams isn't going against a Max Crosby or Chandler Jones, I expected him to win everything. And when he is, I expect him to at least win half of them. So it's context. And so as I report from the Rams practice facility, I'm going to be trying to give you context. You know, uh, what's going on? So does a chase gap, does Jimmy Garoppolo go eight for 10 with no interceptions? And does Brian Hoyer go seven of 11 with no interceptions? And does Aiden O'Connell, you know, go nine of 14 with one interception? And, Chase Garbers throws four against the threes, and I'm not picking on Chase. I just want you to hear my point. If he throws four interceptions against the ones of the Rams, okay, so you come back and say, wow, Raider quarterbacks had five interceptions. Okay, but if you understand, most of them came when Chase was playing the ones, that's okay. Now, if Chase is throwing them against the, the threes, then you say, man, Raider quarterbacks looked really good, except for Chase Garbers. And here's the context why. So it's really important to understand context. You know, I'll watch sometimes in preseason and they'll say, well, that guy didn't do anything. Okay, but who was blocking for that guy? Now, I thought Zamir White had a very good second day of joint practices, and I told you that. And I thought he had some really good runs in the um, game against the 49ers. I was significantly more impressed with Sincere McCormick, who I thought had better runs with less talent around him. And there were a couple of those runs with some Raider, I mean, with some 49ers on the field that are going to make that squad and play and play a lot. So, again, just perspective. Do I think that Sincere right now is better than Zeus? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just simply saying, what am I looking for in joint practices? I'm going to be watching a couple things. I, I thought Cole Fotheringham, um, I didn't think he was going to make the roster coming into camp. If he performs this week the way he did last week, I think he is clearly in the battle. And if he performs as well, I think he takes that slight lead for that third tight end spot. And that doesn't mean others can't, 
But it just, again, don't think he's there yet, but consistency will earn him that. I'm watching Zeus, Zamir White. I want to see how he does. If, if he's going to be an RB1, and I've said it all, I said it last season, during the season, and said it all offseason, he can run the football. But he's got to be able to be effective. And the, the, the Josh McDaniel system is too much is predicated too much on pass for him not to be effective. And he's got to, I mean, Josh Jacobs, let's give him all the credit in the world. He shined last year in every phase of it. And he's got to get there. So those are things I'm looking for. I want to see the ones against the ones. I want to watch some stuff. Um, I'm keeping my eye closely on battles on, on all the lines. You know, someone said to me or asked me, I don't remember if it was an email, a tweet, or a question. Somebody stopped me. I, I don't remember, so forgive me, whoever you are, for not remembering it. But somebody asked me about um, the defensive line. And I, I thought, they, I mean, John Jenkins played good. Jordan Willis played good. Uh, Isaac Rochelle played good. There was Adam Plant played good. Adam Butler played good. Matthew Butler, Neil Farrell. Um, you know, I want to see some stuff from Byron Young. I want to see some Jade, Nesta, Nesta Jade Silvera more. But all of those guys, they were still impacting the game, even stuff that didn't show up in the, chat, in the stat sheet. Chris Smith, you know, I have zero concerns about him. He's a future superstar. He's a Marcus Epps. But I'm going to I'm going to be watching him close. So, again, the name of the game is going to in L.A. is going to be consistency. And if the Raiders, I think this is a building block year. If Jimmy stays healthy, all 17 games, I think they get to nine wins. Um, I'm very content with Brian Hoyer. I think he can run this offense and do well. I think Aiden, I think same thing. I want to see, you know. Two and a half quarters out of him. Play, play him well into the third quarter. But, uh, again, I think the Raiders quarterback situation, I'm not yet ready to declare it, but I may be able to say I think it's a nine-team, a nine-win team, even if if um, Jimmy doesn't play all 17. I'm not there yet. I still say nine if Jimmy plays all 17. But I want to see consistency. This is a team the Raiders should beat. Now go down and do it. Don't play up to your level or standard, not down to the other teams. So, again, it's it's just not consistency, but it's results understood within parameters. Was it Aiden against threes or Aiden against ones? And I fully expect Aiden to dominate threes. And I think he'll do good against ones, but I don't think he would do as good against ones as he would threes. Very simple. I don't think anybody would. I don't think Patrick Mahomes, who I think is the best quarterback in the NFL, would be nearly as good against the Raiders' ones as he would their threes, but I'd still expect him to be good. So I'm looking for those types of consistency. I'll be bringing you podcasts and reports after every joint practice. And then remember, um, Friday's podcast is going to be what to look for in the game like I did last week. Just want to again tell you, I really appreciate all of you. Thank you for listening. I hope this kind of explains to you what I'm looking for, what I think you can be looking for, where my analysis is going to be geared, where my vision is going to be. You know, I know some people in the preseason, it's not really a vision 
of what they look for. It's more of, hey, this guy had a big touchdown. This guy had that. And that's great. I'm not being critical of anyone else's. I want you to understand my point of view, my eyes, what I'm looking for. And I'm looking for consistency. I think that's going to be the name. If the Raiders come out of this weekend, when they get back in the desert here in Vegas on Sunday, and it'll be late Sunday night or late Sunday morning or late Saturday night, and they can say we were consistent for week two, then I think you can start to look at some of your expectations and um, maybe adjust them a little bit higher or a little bit lower. That's the name of the game this week. So thanks, everybody. Please make sure you subscribe if you or, or sign up for our newsletters, whatever it is. I appreciate all of you, and uh, I look forward to bringing you all the reports from L.A. Thanks. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This has been a Las Vegas Raiders Insider production on the Fans First Sports Network.